Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry and I'm back. I am at my routine, early morning, driving to work on this Friday, brisk morning, and I wanted just to say thank you guys for always sticking around the Jen Lowry podcast. It has been a crazy week. I was up at the mountains of Cullowhee. I received a North Carolina honorary scholarship to be able to go and spend a week with other educators and talk about writing. So, today, I'm going back into my classroom world and have to leave again because I'm having a banquet for the grant I won on a documentary. So, you can see the literacy around me all the time, and that's how I love it. You know it. I will say that I missed my husband and children beyond words, and when I got home, I told my husband... I do not want to do this without you, so just know that if I have to go on something else, it'll be where it's all paid for again. That's the number one, okay, because we can't afford any trips. So, number one, it has to be paid for, so that's that stipulation, and number two, he's allowed to go with me. On this trip, they did not want any spouses or children to go, and... Um, I can understand why, in a way, because it um, the sessions went up until 8.30 at night. So, it did make it for an extremely long day. So, you're talking 5.30 to 8.30. Um, and then, when I got back to my room, all I wanted to do um, in that time is just read. So read three good books this week love to have that time in the evenings to read now i've got to switch gears a little bit because we found out some huge news this week and i'm going to get to meet two very special people and we're really excited about it i'm not going to say who it is yet because we're making sure everything is signed and um the dates are secured and everything and then once that is I'm gonna get an opportunity to meet another best-selling author so that means that before I meet him I'm gonna need and he's huge guys like huge in the YA world that's all I'm gonna give you okay you can just now start thinking of who's who's really big in the YA world what 
So just keep thinking. Um, but as soon as I can tell you, I will. But I will say that I have to read all of his books. And I have copies of two of them that my students run through all the time. So I don't have to go far to get two. Then I'll have to check out the others from the library. So I'm planning on doing over doing that over Christmas break, though. I'm still in my children's literature world. And even today, I'm having a book club discussion online on Google Hangouts about Roald Dahl. And we'll be at, like, chapter 27 for James and the Giant Peach. So, that's something that definitely, with me, uh, I want to continue to live in. Especially uh, after finding the Rats of Neum. So, without me having Mrs. Frisbee and the Rats of Neum, wow. How did that happen? And so many people that I talk to go, oh, I read that book over and over. Oh, I love that book. And I completely understand why. And then one, one actual uh, librarian told me that she now wants to read it as an adult. But she's going to pick it back up. And there's just some joy in that for me. Is to be able to talk about the books that I'm reading and I'm loving. And connecting with people. And just their expressions alone. And so what was it about that book? It took really, you know, human qualities, so endearing, community, and placed it on an animal that, I don't know, you believe that the rats of them are real. Like, this could happen in a lab, the National Institute of Mental Health, the NIM. Like, that could happen. Could become intelligent rats and rats aren't intelligent anyway and then you keep on and, and it's like you sound like you're the narrator again in your head <laughs> when you're convincing yourself so that's that's pretty impressive um reading this week for me because those were checkoff books the tiger rising is now going into a movie production i checked that out on uh, it popped up on my Instagram feed, and I was like, oh, yeah. I just read you, ready for your movie. I still have to watch Because of When Dixie. Um, I said, I'll have a Kate DiCamillo uh, movie-thon. So, I just want to tell you guys that looking forward, there's so much that's going on. The holiday season, finishing up the NAMI book for the National Alliance on Mental Illness. So... That money that's going to get um, collected for that devotional is going all to NAMI. So I'm really pleased with that. Um, I just have to finish it up. I got two more entries yesterday. And I should be able to get the book out. And it should be coming um, out to my authors that have submitted by Friday of next week. Which, in fact, I may go ahead and send it out. And that way they'll have it. Um, and to be able to look through and see how theirs, um, how theirs looks. In case they want to make any last-minute changes to their work. So, I'm probably going to do that maybe by Sunday of this week. Because um, if I wait and send it out next Friday. That's a big push turnaround and people don't work like I do. Like if 
uh, at all times. I mean, there's people out there that do, but like if I send something out, I still am waiting on um, certain pieces from people. So um, that like that lets you know that I've learned my lesson about publishing through this anthology, and I feel like I'm best suited as a writer and the publishing part of the world you know I'm fine with that you know I publish my own books um, it's not that I can't do it however after uh, completing this work this will be my um, one anthology I believe unless the Lord has other plans um, this will be the one Bible collection piece that I'll do through my company and um, I won't do any any more of those the anthology pieces and it's because I have so much you know already that's on my plate that I need you know to do that if I continue to spend you know hours um, working with other people's work like that and still have to wait and um, I'm just been paying for you know praying for patience and saying I know it's gonna get here and um, but there were you know there was like a November it was like a November first deadline to that so and you guys know like you guys know how busy you know how busy I am so well, it's a learned lesson, and, and that's the same thing when I went to this workshop this week. You know, even though I didn't bring home anything that I could take back to my school, I mean, honestly, it was all ideas like you could get off of Pinterest. Um, I didn't have anything to take back as far as instructional materials or strategies. However, I did learn what not to do in a professional development. I also learned what was really needed um, within my school and within me as a teacher. And that was a research to practice folders that would actually um, steer me in my work instead of just, oh, you know, I did this idea. You know, why? Well, why did you do it? Well, I learned it at a workshop. Um, well, that's great. Well, where did they learn it? So, you know, you can keep going back and back. Well, I want to know, you know, what is it? And some of the ideas, of course, like the first line poetry piece, it's like I can't sit there and say, oh, you know, research says if students do first line poetry. However, I can say model text because model text, um, that is in our kind of language that we speak in education. Wow, it's traffic. I forgot what it was like. So I think that that's something, too, in my writing life that I want to be very mindful about because there's so much information out there in the world. I want to make sure that what I'm listening to and then um, is really going to not only help my career, but it's going to be based on, like, a proven track record, like, I'm learning this for my first year, and I don't want to take too many missteps. Um, I want to do the best that I can, and I'm not perfect at it, and I'm still learning. But I think that I'm going to be more mindful about what I'm looking at, 
and how I'm evaluating it and how I'm taking in the advice. And, you know, with our time being limited like that, you know, I'm all about the research and and listening to YouTube and, and reading blogs and all of that. But, you know, you can say, well, good writing advice is good writing advice. Well, I agree, but I do want to look for credibility in that. So you're talking from July to November, you know, my books have hit the market and there's still so much that I need to learn, like so much. And I will continue to learn. And so I'm still, you know, looking towards models of people that are out there in the world doing it. And I'm so thankful that there are other authors out there that share, they share their tips they share their daily experiences and that way you know I'm able to glean from them and it's the whole pass it along thing you know and, and my my biggest thing is building and staying active so I met a lady over the weekend over the week not weekend over the week that said that she wants to be a historical fiction novelist and we had wonderful conversations and when she left she said that um by the by the blank page she had remembered what i'd said and she kind of paraphrased it and she was like maybe this time next year there won't be blank anymore and then i'm like well in the meantime you know continue to build up your social media and give yourself a presence out there in the world you know let people know what you're passionate about and what you're doing and what you're interested in and she looked at me like what like no like if i could give any advice to anyone out there that is just starting that is you know wanting this life or who's smack in the middle of this life continue to build your social media continue to grow that i know that i have to go in and change my parameters in youtube so the whole thought that you know if you get 1000 subscribers can you be monetized anymore that is changing in january and yes i did have to watch another content creator last night really explain the behind the scenes and and all of that but i'm setting my channel to kid friendly because it is i want kids to listen about books if if they love kate DiCamillo and they want to watch an interview about her i don't want to put that it's not for children um, and so that means that my channel will no longer have an opportunity to be monetized, which that's fine. Um, I'm not doing it exactly uh, for the big bucks YouTube money. I've been, been I've been on YouTube long ago, and I've never, you know, met those um, ceiling numbers to be able to do it. But I do it because I'm sharing knowledge, and I'm a visual person. Um, and so, so that stuff is changing. But there's always other things that change. The market changes. Um, focuses change from paperback to ebook to audiobook to back to paperback and audio. And um, you know, it, it's good to stay abreast of all of the current talk of the field. And so, just as if you would prepare for your, your job, let's say you're having a big job interview. You know what what have you done to prepare yourself up to that getting that job 
for your book and then having to work that job with your book but you know all of the behind the scenes that's where the social media world comes in and it's just the building and the growing and the connecting with people i connected with someone last night on linkedin and they're local and they're an author and um, they're a best-selling author and a business um, person in Raleigh and they're they're looking to you know make a connection and I'm like you know that's what it should all be about like you know we should have strong author communities that we build whether you build it yourself and just hope that people will come and you monitor it and moderate it or you join one and you become active in it there's so many ways that you can become an active um, participant in the writing community just being on Twitter alone can really open up your eyes to the writing community. So I just would like to say to all of you that um, keep at it, don't stop. And I hope that you guys have a happy Friday. I'm going to have a busy Friday. I've already set my notes to go off and um, give me all the information that I need because the Lord help, there's a long list of things I've got to do today. And, um, and I'm going to try not to be so tired doing it. I'm used to my coffee by now, and I didn't have time to make it this morning. So um, my cup of Jags, they're going to be having coffee. So my special ed department, my ID mod students, um, they make coffee on Fridays. So I might just order me two cups of coffee today so I can support them. <laughs> my well-being and um and i'll talk with you guys later all right bye now that you found me on the jen lowry writes podcast i challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there i've published 11 books so far and i write clean books for all ages horror paranormal sweet romance fantasy historical fiction you name it I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.